So another day in August, and what do you know? Kevin Durant has decided to return to the Brooklyn Nets. We'll break down how this came about, what it means for our Sixers, as well as the rest of the league, and also, should we be scared now of the Nets? We will break it all down. Let's go. Perfect. What is going on, everybody? Welcome into Philly Take with RB. You know what to do. Hit that like button if you do enjoy this content. It helps us out tremendously and helps spread this content like wildfire. I know. I get it. Another dog day in the NBA here at the end of August. Things are slow, but we do have some things, obviously, to keep us in the loop. And within a couple weeks, we will be breaking down a ton of coverage. You can be assured of that. Subscribe to the show and be sure to ring the bell as well. So you don't miss any of these uploads today. We are back and what do you know? More Kevin Durant news this time. He's deciding to take it back to Brooklyn. We will talk about all of what this means and uh, I'll fill you in on some things that I don't think will be said. But anyway, let's talk about what happened earlier today. So a statement put out on the Brooklyn Nets Twitter page. Here is what it says. Quote, Steve Nash and I together with Joe Sy and Clara Wu Sy, met with Kevin Durant and Rich Kleeman in Los Angeles yesterday. We have agreed to move forward with our partnership. We are focusing on basketball with one collective goal in mind, build a lasting franchise to bring a championship to Brooklyn. Adrian Wojnarowski put that out and commented as well, says the Kevin Durant trade discussions are over. The Nets say, He's under contract for four more years. And not only that, Patrick Beverly, shout out to the real one. Pat Bev took to Twitter to reply to the news. He says, y'all can sit there and not say anything, but that isn't cool. There's dudes with families out here who haven't got a job because of this KD stuff. And to be on and off is not cool. Blessings. Of course, Kevin Durant took to Twitter to reply to that because he monitors it very much. And he says, hashtag blame KD. KD just trolls sometimes. It's pretty funny in my opinion. He just doesn't care. He just doesn't care. But anyway, let's uh, let's talk about what this means for a second. So instantly, you know, I'd say two or three things come up in my mind. Number one, most importantly for our Sixers nation, what does it mean? It means this guy right here, Tyrese Maxey, is officially here to stay. I said this yesterday. I don't see any point in which Daryl Morey would ever trade Tyrese Maxey, but obviously the rumors were accumulating. I don't think they were ever serious for the Sixers, but we can be rest assured that Tyrese Maxey will be on the squad this year. He's going to have a big year, and I cannot wait to see what he does. Now, the second thing that this means for this entire situation is kind of what Patrick Beverly alluded to, you know? Now the NBA can kind of start to operate at a normal level again. It's interesting because we're only a few weeks away from training camp. But remember all those videos we put out a month or two ago, right? Remember all the NBA content circulating the interweb? Remember that about minimum vets and guys that could land with different squads and this and that. But then when KD requested a trade, boom. When Rudy Gobert got traded and Donovan Mitchell requested it or not requested a trade, but was thrown into all these fire trade rumors, boom, everything was put on a halt. And these guys really could not go anywhere because there were so many different teams involved in potential talks or were thinking about ways to try to get Donovan Mitchell or Kevin Durant on the roster 
now that KD is going back to Brooklyn, well, you know, I mean, a lot of these guys can now get signed, but we'll see what happens. It's going to be an interesting kind of market now with just a few weeks left, you know, to go until training camp. And obviously, Pat Bev is speaking out on the players' behalf. He's pissed off about that, um, that it took so much time. And obviously, that these conversations were out in the public. And, and really, the last thing this means is for the NBA as a whole, you know, now there's another example of a statement, right? The first one came with our Philadelphia 76ers last year, Daryl Morey went out and he he held strong, he held strong, and he waited until the trade deadline. And I said last year that that is what he should do. Obviously, I wanted a trade to happen. I was willing to trade Ben Simmons because at one point, it looked like we weren't going to trade him. And I said, this needs to happen before the trade deadline. You cannot continue on with him on your roster. But I did say at the same time, I trusted in Daryl Morey the entire process. And, you know, I knew he was going to, from historical, you know, purposes, stand on his own two feet and and try to get what he wants. And that is exactly what he did. Not only did he end up moving Ben Simmons, but he got his guy in James Harden. That was one example. And now we see the Brooklyn Nets ownership. And I got to say, I respect it. You know, that approach, you know, you, you gave away so many assets over a couple years to get guys like Harden and Kyrie. And then, you, you know, sign KD and all this stuff. And then they're just ready to leave after a couple of years. They really never mesh together. One of the biggest disappointments, those three. Now you have a chance. And with four years left, KD wanted to go. Uh, the Brooklyn Nets ownership stood on their own two feet, just like Daryl Morey and said, no, we're not trading you. You will come back and play this year. I got to say, I respect it. And I do think it's a positive sign for the NBA, especially we have this new CBA coming up after this next year. And it's going to be very interesting to see how it plays out. Uh, especially given all the recent circumstances of players trying to get out of their situations. But the Nets ownership said no, and and here we are going back and, and moving forward with it. And quite frankly, you know, I, I will sit here and say I was wrong uh, about my initial take, never afraid to admit I'm wrong. Um, originally, a month or two ago when this whole thing came out, I said, yeah, I thought Katie's going to get traded because I don't think he wants to be there. Um, but I will say with a little bit of an asterisk there over the last week, week and a half, most notably, if you've been tuning into the show, I've said that, you know, I don't think KD or Donovan Mitchell will get moved prior to training camp. And the reason for that is because Rudy Gobert threw everything out of equilibrium. The trade market is sincerely messed up. You know, Donovan Mitchell right now is in talks and, and the jazz are trying to move them, uh, to the Knicks, but Danny Ainge is sitting there and he wants six first round picks and three players. All right. And if you're Joe Sy looking at that at even a potential trade, I'm sure, you know, teams inquired and they explored this. But if that's the asking price for Donovan Mitchell, if Rudy Gobert got traded for that much, you have to literally request a King's ransom, a serious ransom for Kevin Durant. And at the end of the day, no team is going to offer that. No team is going to offer that. They would rather wait until the Nets get desperate, say if KD held out, which he won't do, by the way, unlike other people, because he's a baller. He loves the game. KD couldn't bear with himself to try to sit out for a couple weeks. He loves the game that much. He's going to go and ball and handle his business. And, um, you know, just the whole trade market is out of equilibrium. And maybe this will kind of restore it a little bit. But Danny Ainge is still standing on that hill you know he wants a ton for donovan mitchell so we'll we'll have to wait and see you know how things play out but this is good for the league and i do think um you know now we have another example where the ownership held strong so it's very interesting to see what happens 
Um, a couple other things that I wanted to point out here and just some thoughts that I had. Uh, it's very interesting, right? Because you think about this KD situation and one, what does it mean for the rest of the league? Well, obviously it means another team is not going to land a superstar like Kevin Durant. And it, we've seen how a lot of these teams value their young assets. We saw how the Celtics, you know, went to the NBA finals with a lot of these young guys. It's very interesting to, to kind of see that trajectory. Um, but also for us Sixers fans, I think we should be happy that he's not going to a team like the Celtics or the Miami Heat or an, an, another threat in the East. You know, I'm happy about that. He returns to Brooklyn. Uh, you know, what do you think about that? Well, it's very interesting. Before I talk about that, another thought I had in my head is, well, normally you would have these guys with, with normal acts of business, right? It didn't work out. You, you stood on your ground. Now you have to go back to Brooklyn, and Kevin Durant will handle his business. I do know that. However, you have two of the, the weirdest case teammates ever. You have Kyrie Irving and Ben Simmons. Kyrie Irving will probably start tweeting about it and, and maybe take off a couple weeks. Ben Simmons, on the other hand, had an issue back in Philadelphia when Joel Embiid was just the alpha dog on the team, right? He took that personal. He took that as a personal issue. Now with Kevin Durant going back to Brooklyn, not only will he be the top dog, but now people are expecting Ben Simmons to just sit there with open arms and welcome him back after KD just tried to leave twice. He tried to leave twice, and it is true. He tried to double down, and let me tell you this. He still doesn't believe in the Brooklyn Nets. I'm telling you that right now. KD does not believe in the Brooklyn Nets. The only reason he had to go back was because there is no feasible solution at the current time. He might still get traded this year, but at the end of the day, he had to go back and be a man and handle business. And, uh, you know, it's, it's just going to be interesting to see how it plays out. You know, because like I said, normal business guys would be able to work this out. But who knows with those personalities? Who knows, you know, how it will all come together? I don't know. I don't know. And if Kevin Durant didn't believe in the team and you have guys like Ben and Kyrie and all them locked up with those big contracts, Joe Harris, how are you going to make the team better? What did they talk about in that meeting? I don't I don't think they talked much about how they're going to make the team better because you can't really do much right now. But anyway, I'll end it off with this. All of that coming together, here's what I have to say about the Nets. Am I scared of them? No. No, I'm not afraid of the Brooklyn Nets. I'll always fear KD. I'll always respect that talent level of a guy like that sniper that KD is. I know every time you play him, he'll probably put up at a minimum of 30 points. But I don't fear the Nets because I don't respect the availability of Kyrie and Ben and these other guys and really, they didn't do much to make the team better. In fact, the biggest loser of the day is TJ Warren, who thought he was going to come in and, and be a starter and reinvigorate his career. And now he's probably going to be limited to eight minutes a game. So, you know, I don't think they made their team much better. I'll, I'll respect KD and fear him. But overall, who knows with the Nets? There's too big of a question mark. Of course, the talking heads will play it up like they're going to be finals contenders. But I'm not buying it. I will stick on that hill. I've been right about them all along. I could see them still imploding and Katie still wanting a trade this year. But we will have to wait and see how it all plays out. Very interesting to see a player of that caliber now have to return. What will it be like trying to get those guys to play together? Does Steve Nash stay? I don't know. It's a crazy story. Thank you for continuing us through the month of August. It's been slow. I can't wait till training camp. But things like this keep spicing it up. You give me all your thoughts down below. 
in the comment section. How do you feel about this situation? Appreciate everybody for tuning in. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe. And like always, I will catch you on the next one. Peace. Perfect. Perfect.